0: You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv.
1: To the insurance company that tried to break my heart, I am stronger than you ever gave me credit for. You thought I'd never leave? Well, today, I let you go. Today, I found GEICO. In just 15 minutes, GEICO has given me the sweet savings on my car insurance that you always promised, but never delivered. It's a brand new day, and the sun shines on my GEICO automobile insurance policy with a thousand golden rays. And never
0: looking back, Nancy in New York. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I want to thank our, our sponsor, Diversity Vapor Shop. The Vapor Shop, Buddy Hall, makes his own flavors. They're amazing. Ships all over the United States. So if you want to try them, you're into vaping, you want to try the most unique flavors you've ever tried, go to go to diversity.com, go to jimkren.com. The link is on there, too, his website. But it's Buddy Hall, and they have a, a place in Dormont, Pittsburgh, and Babcock Boulevard, North Hills, in Pittsburgh. And they're our sponsor. Thank you, Buddy, and thank you, Diversity. Hey, everybody puzzle packs. What's puzzle packs? P-U-Z-Z-L-E-P-A-X. Well, they're reusable wooden six-pack carriers. They're really cool. They fit easily together like a puzzle. No need for tools, nails, glue, or anything like that. You get the puzzle pack. It's great for a gift. Great for you. It's a six-pack carrier. It's a lot of fun. You put your company's logo on, you customize. Go to puzzlepacks.com. P-U-Z-Z-L-E-P-A-X.com. Thank you very much, puzzle packs, for being our sponsor. We're proud to have you aboard. Thank you.
2: This is the Jim Crenn No Restrictions Podcast. We're coming to you nationwide. We are coming to you worldwide on the Sideshow Network. It's Mike Waisaki, Terry Jones, Mike Sasson, and here's your host, radio and comedy legend. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jim
0: Crenn. No restrictions on the Sideshow Network. We're talent network studios. Of course, behind the scenes, uh Dave Suttermeyer, uh Josh Folio, Wayne Wow, Frank Mergia in studio, Mike Wysaki, Mike Sasson, Terry Jones, myself, and special guest T robe is with us hanging out. Tony, how are you doing, bud?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to be here, man. I just uh
0: We I'm, dragged you over. We were, were just, doing the show earlier. Yeah,
1: we did the show earlier and uh, I'm just thrilled to be in your company,
0: man. I love it. Thanks, T I love it man. Always love having you, Definitely. man. And hanging out we're talking. We were doing You wonder what we do Off the air right before we go on Well we were singing Seal Best of Seal Yes <laughs> Kiss him. Rose. rose We're a musical group How did we Seal are. get the How did album. Seal get the scar Did anyone ever know the story yeah, No it's lupus It's lupus No
2: Yeah Really
1: Wow because I want a scar Because I saw his wife And he, I was like I, <laughs> I think I need that scar <laughs> I, You know what though He was getting hot women like, forever. Yeah, he For Heidi Klum, I with the scar. With the scar. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing. He scar his is character. Pulling his pants down. I'm like, look at this. <laughs> yeah. No, no. yeah. Kiss thing <laughs> and kiss from Rose. Yeah, yeah, right. kiss, yeah, kiss this Rose. But, um,
0: you know, <laughs> it's because he could sing. Yeah, that's what it is. Imagine growing up, man. People pray, like, you know, you're never going to get any women or this and that. In the meantime, I like, got picked on in high school. You can be ugly. And if you got a voice, you can get them. Now get he's. Get, yeah. Now they're. they're Taking a ticket for him. yeah, it's oh, unbelievable, he, vocal. and he's
2: English too. So he's got that that the English accent vibe, all that kind of. Well, stuff. you can yeah. say the most uh, you know disgusting thing, but if
1: you <laughs> have that accent, it kind of goes over a Win. little bit better than yeah. you know. A regular English accent?
0: I got lupus. <laughs> <laughs> this will happen. Women are like, it that's gave me so a romantic. <laughs> gave he's, me so, a he's so
2: inter- he's international. He's telling me about lupus. I don't know. What Maybe is, it's some sort is, of drink you get in so France.
0: the lupus gave him the scar?
3: Yeah, yeah. Lup- that's one of the side effects of the lupus. You really? Uh, the scars like that. Now, Cordell Stewart, yeah. that's their like medical. A keloid.
0: The official medical person here is Terry Jones. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering how you show. know so much about lupus he scars. You like, <laughs> <we laughs> ask him anything.
1: He could write certain Kevin Hart has one there, too. You guys ever notice that? No. He, got he a has one, too. Well, I don't know if it's lupus or if it's a keloid, oh, or, he, a keloid. or if he got cut because he grew up in Philly. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assume it's Philly. He fell on his bike or something? Yeah, maybe he got in a fight when he was in 10th grade or something. We got to talk <laughs> about
0: Philly. Today, Hitchbot. There's a story going around about this uh, oh God. this robot that was hitchhiking. It was programmed to be friendly, and it was a whole social experiment on humans and robots. And it made it through Germany and it made it through Canada. And it was a real nice story, and you know, how people took Hitchbot in when it was hitchhiking, and it was all cool. And then it was gonna do America. I was in the midst of doing America. They started in Boston. <laughs> yep. Somehow made it through New York. Yep. And then got that shit kicked out of it in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> they stole it, broke it down, ended up on blocks. The video is amazing. The guy has a. Randall Cunningham shirtless, and he's kicking, a, he's kicking the hell out of this robot.
2: Most man. Philadelphia person I've ever seen in my life. Just like, imagine a person from Philadelphia. This is that guy. But the
0: news, the news cover, the local news cover, like it's a person. Like you know, Hitchbot is dead. <laughs> like,
3: They said his life. Yeah, his they, life has ended his early. Cu- his life has been cut short. Yeah, and this guy is just pounding
0: on it, man, with this, e- this eagle shirt. Well, I'm going to take you to the radio shack. <laughs> yes, now, there's a Craig, I don't know what made him do that. There's a
3: Craigslist posting for $100 yeah. for, like, the parts of Hitchbock oh, no. that they're
0: selling. They're already selling it? Someone, there's a
3: Craigslist posting, <laughs> and they said that the person that killed Hitchbock, yeah. uh, now I'm in their right. world, uh, is Ed Bassmaster who's uh, like a famous YouTube uh, prankster mm. and they're saying he his alter ego the character he has killed him and not only that but he was on the news as one of his characters kind of like how you know Pittsburgh Dad is he was on there as one of his characters and they interviewed him it that's wow. who
0: did it they're, they're sure that you did that's
3: who did it from what I'm seeing they're saying that that character always wears a Randall Cunningham jersey, and they're trying to put the pieces together because he's the last person that was last seen with his <laughs> Like they're really piecing it together, like a CSI. And then Ed Bestmaster went on as his character and goes, "Yo, who would he? Who would even kill a robot, son? <laughs> like what?" So he's <laughs> defending what he did. The, he well, as him his as other another character.
0: guy. Mm-hmm. He's upset. The news
3: didn't even realize they were interviewing the dude that killed it.
0: Really? Yeah. that's pretty crazy, only in Philly
3: only in Philly, and then I read another article saying the Hitchbot was a piece of garbage
0: (laughs) <laughs> and there's this hate. According to the guy beating him up, he Not was. his robot? Like hate.
2: We, we've discussed that, like the fact that everybody's like really being sad that he, oh my god, Hitchbot, it's, his life has been cut short. We don't know if he was a scumbag.
0: You mean Hitchbot yeah. <laughs> 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 Only on the internet would somebody do that. Yeah. yeah. Hitchbot is a piece of garbage. He's cheating on Rosie. I knew
2: ch- cheating on his women, Rosie the the robot from the Jetsons and stuff like that. <laughs> Chip <laughs> Kelly would never sign Hitchbot. <laughs> <laughs> Chip <laughs> Kelly has a problem with yeah. robots. Yeah. Chip, <laughs> <laughs> Chip
0: Kelly seeing Hitchbot. <laughs> t better than Hitchbot Oh my god Hitchbot it's... made fun of Jaworski I don't know why They, they beat it up It's kind of funny That's it, Philly it, it, The cute story It went through America You know They play a documentary The whole thing Hitchbot Yeah H-Boss documentary's going on Yeah and then he ended right there.
3: <laughs>
0: Yo, they beat the mess out of this room. <laughs> it's awesome. You have to see the, photo. see the video. I need to see. We got to huh? put on jimkren. It's awesome, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna show I you the video. They have a video of him kicking the, b- the shit on this thing, right. beating it up, bro. He stomped it and ripped He's his arms it names. Off. Ripping the arms off <laughs> They got a little pile of garbage in it's the corner off Like That's crazy Yeah out of nowhere
1: Yeah <laughs> Wow I didn't see that
2: I gotta check that out man. Check <laughs> See that's, that's that, that, out. that anger in a city That's never won a Super Bowl Hitchpot That's, that's what it is That's that anger yeah. Yeah. Hitchpot walked up I would just
0: <laughs> like a ride you, you are my friend Yeah What'd you say? You're my friend <laughs>
2: where, where do you keep your Lombardi trophies? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> you say fuck your worst <laughs> You I, say Bobby Clark's. <laughs> I, I hate
1: Chino's and Pat's I forgot we could swear on here I'm right at home right now Let's yeah, yeah. go we could swear. Change right? the subject Let's start no talking shit There's
0: no restrictions <laughs> There's absolutely no restrictions, man I'd be so happy when we record I was still in like in, 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 uh, yeah, T-Rope chill out mode you know? Yeah,
1: it's uh, chill out time This is good This is fun <laughs> I swear in this one.
3: We get done. So, I be trying to get all the cuss words out. I'm yeah, like, Fuck was, damn, God damn. goddamn. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so Ronda,
0: Ronda Rousey Ooh. won in like 34 seconds? I think yeah. she's hot, man. I That's want sweet. her. I think oddly, oddly attractive. <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm, I'm oddly attractive. Like, she could probably kick my ass, but uh, I might let her. I'm like, you know what?
0: She I might is, let her. I want her. <laughs> she was good in expendables. Yeah. She's an actress, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. 34 seconds. She beat Beth Korea. She just demolished. Her. I don't know if you saw it, man. Yeah,
1: I, I saw it. I did see it. Uh, I didn't watch it when it was happening. clips. Yeah, short. Well, they, well, they were ten and first. I'm like, okay, this girl's going to give Ronda, you know, a run for her money. Oh yeah, she she uh,
0: taunt, Well, she taunted Ronda yeah. too. They were trying to. Yeah. This is a big deal for UFC because they don't usually get the big pay per views. Nope. This is, you know, this was a not near Mayweather, but still, I think for UFC, it's a nice jump. Yeah, she's she's that kind of card that can. Headline a card. I'm saying that can actually get the pay per views up. She may. I think she could be the. I think she could beat a lot of guys. Yeah, I really do. Oh yeah, for sure. I think she could take on in in her weight class. I Mm -hmm. think she can do it. Well, this came
2: out today. Ronda Rousey actually. They're going to make the biopic, and it's going to star Ronda Rousey. She's going to be in her own biopic. Oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. She could do
0: it, though. Poor Ali. Poor Ali. Poor Ali. Poor Ali. Muhammad Ali, yeah. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Muhammad Muhammad Ali well, the greatest. <laughs> yeah.
3: And then they made a song, The Greatest Love of All. He wasn't bad. From. He wasn't right. bad now
0: at playing himself. He was kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. and no, it was good. No, you're right. Of,
3: but it, it was just awkward.
2: You know, they only he, gave him like four lines. I right. am the greatest. I, I am, the, am great. the greatest. Son of <laughs> listen, I'm you going to you. Up, right? no, he, knows <laughs> <that line. laughs> he knows that line. <laughs> he coined it, right? Yeah. 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 I am the what? Greatest
0: line. I am the greatest. <laughs> you're going down, Joe. <laughs> you're going down, Joe. <laughs> He's the only one that played himself.
3: The other boxers were played by someone else. It's like, who's playing George Foreman? We have Yafet Kodo playing (laughs) George Foreman this week. Fraser
0: should have played Fraser.
2: Fraser should have played Fraser. And they start beating each other for real. Yeah,
0: he would have got flashbacks. (laughs) They should let her beat up the guy that killed Hitchbot. Yes. Yeah, oh. I, like I, like I like that. Avenge the death of Hitchbot. <laughs> yes. Ronda Rousey versus the God <laughs> <laughs> Hitchbot. I love that man. Oh man, that's I'd so pay play. to see that. Oh that's pay no per view all the way. That's pay per view all the way. Hitch Hitchbot man. I got it. R.I.P. Thinking of Ali man and Fraser man. That in Manila. I remember watching. that like, that was the greatest fight. You ever re- you remember actually like watching I it live when when it. When it on was closed, circuit. Wow. closed circuit, closed circuit. That's It was day. like a big deal. Like
1: I, I guess uh, it was you. Know, I, Mike, Mike Tyson was our, you know, our, our boxing champ. You yes, know? Yeah. And Ali was
0: mine. And and Fraser. Then, and Ali was Fraser. Fraser was just badass, though. Fraser was just amazing. Yeah, he that, just did the job. Who beat Ali? Who? who
1: someone? Who was? Uh, there were a
0: couple guys beat. Uh, Fraser beat Ali in the first Ali Fraser fight in Madison Square Garden. Knocked okay. him down in the fifteenth round. For, remember, oh, they were 15, fifteen rounds. They back went there? 15, fifteen rounds. So, 15. do you know how twelfth round? Oh long that is? rounds. It was amazing. If they would have went twelve, they would have lived long. Or really, yeah. Uh, the fifteenth, the, the 13, 14, 15th round, they call the death rounds. Those are the rounds that Ugh. the guys were basically on fumes. Thrilla in Manila was a fight. Obviously, in Manila, it was a hundred and nine <laughs> degrees. Oh, jeez. They said the queen of Manila was watching it. And had to leave halfway through because of the brutality. If you ever watched a film, you will never see a fight like this in, ever. It's crazy. this was not clinching. This was not anything but fighting. And it's like incredible boxing and Fraser with hooks just crunching yeah. broken rib kinda of hooks and Ali hitting and dancing and, and and it just goes to the end of the fight. And they are both spending both fighters toward the end of their lives when he talked about it said that was the fight it was a turning point in both of their careers yeah. it was the end they knew they knew they gave everything in that fight that they never could be the same so it was the 15th round and uh they were both out on their feet and uh dundee walked over and saw ollie and ollie was incoherent they're going to dehydrated. Wow. 109 degrees yeah it's 15 rounds and Dundee goes, uh, it's over. You know, so we got to, we're, we're stopping this fight. And he turned around to stop the fight. And, uh, Fraser's guy, I, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the name, famous guy, uh, he stopped it first. Fraser never forgave him. They broke up after that. He was so pissed off. Cause Fraser would. His trainer, you mean? It was like a yeah, trainer. Yeah, he, st- he thought was, it was, uh, Famous trainer, I'm I, sorry, I'm skipping, but he stopped it at that time, and he never Eddie Futch or somebody, but he just said no, no more. But that fight, had Fraser got up, and they let him walk out. Fraser wins the fight. Dundee stops it. He never lets Ali walk into that into the ring, and all they just like standing. You'll watch it. He's just like standing. There. It's basically. Out on his feet. Just jello. Kinda, just, they were both. But <laughs> the fight was a imagine. tie. The fight was a tie. Yeah. yeah. His it his was not was one crazy. guy winning. It, it wow. was There was no way to pick the fight. You would just watch it. You, watch I, ne- it. I never got to watch it. I, need, I need to look that yeah. up. You talk it, about man. the People first Ali Fraser yeah. fight, but Thrilla in Manila was the greatest fight that ever, ever was. Wow. You'll never see a better one. It's just be a movie that fight. And, then, and the, after that fight, physically... They just were never the same. Well, I remember
1: seeing interviews of Ali, like after you know when he got older, and I just oh, thought to myself, you, you can imagine the pounding he took in his head. He could barely talk. You know
0: what? Yeah, though he did know? went a little too long, and but when he was younger, he never got hit. When he was younger, yeah, he was so good. It was, they never had they never had heavyweights to he could you that fast. Right, that was, was was amazing. And those three years that, that uh, they didn't fight, those are prime. We missed you know great boxing. I'm sure. But uh, Fraser was also just as great. I mean, just different style fighter. Just through the oh, hooks. Mm. The monster was Foreman. Foreman was incredible. I, Foreman I, I, had the I right management. The power he had. He uh, would have won. He, what happened was Foreman, and he talks about this in interviews. Foreman, just unstoppable. I remember as a kid, I watched him. He knocked Fraser out. Knocked him down six times Punching He knocked out head. Norton He knocked out every great fighter at the Larry time Larry Holmes He knocked out Holmes He out. knocked out I, I'm sure he did. I, I don't remember no, no, he knocked out Holmes might but have but been Holmes. too young Holmes at that was time he he was was Holmes came yeah. after okay. but, but he uh, he may have fought him older Holmes and okay. Foreman. But uh, Foreman was just indestructible He was like 285 solid as a rock And Ali was kind of done He was at the end of his career mm-hmm. And he wasn't supposed to fight and uh, that was a suicide fight mm-hmm. and he takes the fight and he moves it to Zaire and I remember how Cosell, you know thinking you know he's going to die in the ring and all this right. really you're that bad that's how badass Foreman what happened was. with the Foreman so did Ali he goes to Zaire and what happens is Foreman thinks he's indestructible yeah. he talks about this all the time he know I thought I was indestructible that's <laughs> nah, nah, I have a grill He got I'm that Southern 20 150 yeah, million dollars off a grill <laughs> think about that but uh he felt he was indestructible. He goes over and he's brooding. He said he was angry. Mm-hmm. He was angry. He's just he was angry over a lot of stuff, like you know, people taking his money. Uh, you know, the racism of the time, the way mm-hmm. he was treated. He felt he wasn't getting respect. He was angry, and he had his German Shepherd. He loved his German Shepherd. He brought his German Shepherd to Zaire, Africa, and then he got angry because, again, on the times, you know, were just still. they still. The horrible racism in the, in the world, right. as we know it is now, but it's even worse, I mean, as you know, right? I mean, right, come right. on, separate water fountains and stuff. Yeah. Sick, crazy Like, like
1: over-the-top stuff.
0: Over-the-top crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's angry. Now he goes to Zaire, and Ali, <laughs> just fucking brilliant. <laughs> he turns an entire country against him because he doesn't, <laughs> he's quiet. Yeah. And Ali goes, hmm. He doesn't want, don't want to talk, George. Don't want to talk. Well, I talk for both of us, <laughs> and he just starts angling it to—he's the greatest. That this guy's garbage, and he's not doing anything for anybody. And I'm the man. And all of a sudden, they start chanting. It's the Ali, Boom Baie, Boom 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 With the greatest yeah. Ali, Ali's kill the greatest. Him. Ali, of course, Mac assassin, who's the only one here who speaks. Fluent. Zimbabwe. Yes. <laughs> Swahili. Swahili, Zimbabwe, <laughs> and, and Kenyan. So you nailed it. What's this, Ali what's he say? It's Ali It's Ali Kiln. Ali Kiln. Okay. So they start, yeah. So anyway, they had to start all that stuff. But anyway, Foreman, now he's pissed. Because now everybody hates him. Mm-hmm. He's like, God, oh, fuck him, man. He goes, I'm going to fuck him up. Because mm-hmm. I am taking that motherfucker <laughs> so out. So he went out and fought
1: on, like, he a...
0: He went, you know, yeah, he went out like Tyson used to in the first round. But Ali, himself, the rope a dope. Ali went the, to uh Dundee and they 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 okayed it with both fighters. He said I want the ropes loosened. And They go, "Why?" You Just loosen a little bit. So the Ali the, the, the former goes, "I don't give a shit what do you do with the ropes." As people thought. <laughs> so he did. So all of a sudden, he comes out and he comes and he hits him like I mean, these hands are like huge. His arms are you yeah, see the film you won't believe yeah. it. Yeah. So he smashes him and uh now, don't forget, he fought that Manila fight, right? Right. 109 degrees, right? Right. It's 100-some degrees in this Zaire fight. And Ali he knows, he's experienced on this. He's like, this guy will never make it past six rounds. He ne- he knocks everyone out. He never made it past three. Mm, he really never fought a it. fight yeah. past He goes, this guy never, he goes, he doesn't know what it's like to get to the 15th round. All he was, he didn't think he'd have stamina in the later rounds. So, Ali says, I'm... So he starts punching. him. you watch the video it's amazing. He's up against the ropes, he's hitting him, but he's hitting his forearms. His forearms are definitely getting hurt, mm-hmm. but he's he's protecting himself. He's moving. not a lot though. He has Foreman moving. like he's just shifting around and has Foreman like chasing him. And Foreman looks like Frankenstein against him, you know's <laughs> all big he, Yeah Ali, <laughs> <laughs> bad Foreman Yeah. Foreman said in the interview I saw not long ago he said he couldn't breathe in the fourth round he couldn't breathe wow he said i knew i was in trouble he said i couldn't breathe he said then it's the sixth round i couldn't he said i couldn't breathe he said then i couldn't see he said because i'm mean, thinking about it this yeah. guy he said i am so exhausted i am so exhausted i can't see or breathe almost like it barely sees a blur he said the seventh round he said he knew he was He kind of knew he was done he said, "Because Ali was just hitting him in the face at this is the seventh round, will. and he goes, is that all you got, George?' Is that all you got?" And he's hitting me like he knew, <laughs> and Ali knew it. Yeah, Dundee said, "What are you that doing?" He never told Dundee what he was going to do with the rope it up. Going, he, said, he didn't know what he was doing. He said, "What are you doing? You're getting killed." And he goes, "I know what I'm doing." And then, the, then the eighth round, I think the eighth round, I believe it was, and then he just, it was it. He said, "All right, I'm done," because he was just he, he could have probably did in the seventh. And he hit him like four or five punches. And form you'll see Foreman circles and goes to go down and Ali could have hit him again in the temple but he's a class guy mm-hmm. and he held back. And so so Foreman just kind of staggered. Foreman always. Thank them for that. He kind of staggered and he goes to hit him and he stops and Foreman just goes down like a tree but he said he couldn't get up he was done he couldn't. It was breathe. over he couldn't breathe wow. and it was over he was <laughs> done and that was probably where Ali probably should have retired which you know, he did for about a year and he came back but the who, money. who's to say how do it's you the money, well it's man. the glory yeah. excitement you're the yeah. man I mean come on once you do that who knows what it's like who knows what's like belly but Ali pretty cool right <laughs>
3: Uh, Ali had a, a line with Thriller in Manila against mm-hmm. Frazier where he went back to the ropes, and I, I'm i probably going to mess up the quote a little bit, but mm-hmm. he talks to his corner, and they go, uh, you know, are you all right, champ? You know, you, you good, Ali? And he goes, uh, y'all might want to get lunch. They're like, what do you mean? He's like, because I done gave him everything I had to have. Like, nah. We're going to be here for a long time, yeah, so yeah. you might want to get something to eat. <laughs> I mean, because he knew he met his match when he fought Frazier, and- Foreman was just one of those crazy fighters that he was the Tyson of his time. They actually asked mm-hmm. Mike Tyson recently, jokingly and seriously, uh-huh. who he would be able to beat, like different, uh, different era, people. different fights. And uh, when it came to George Foreman, he said um, it would be a close call. But there's people he said he could take, but he always, respectively, says that he would never be able to beat Ali. He said mm-hmm. he'll beat Ali even too fast. Ali even too fast. Ali way too fast. A yeah.
0: faster version of Evander Holyfield. Yep. Yeah he couldn't yeah. beat Hollyfield. Hollyfield was too much of a boxer. All he yeah. can hit with Hallifield power too. Huge, so huge. could Hollyfield. Hollyfield was a hell of a fight. I met, I met, I met
1: Hollyfield uh, one time, and I remember shaking his hand. It yeah. was like shaking a brick wall. <laughs> his hand was that massive. Who would fight this? I never, guy? I never felt more of a like yeah. my feminine side like came a little out. Little girl, I was like, how you doing? You know? it was that like kind of gay and like uh, like feminine? The nipple side. On your ear. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh
2: man, This never felt less of a man in my life, you know. You can, you can <laughs> see why that the athletes of today avoid boxing, especially if they have the choice of football. Because yeah, football's brutal. Yeah. But uh fifteen rounds, hundred and ten degrees, all that uh, kind of stuff. Those days, oh my it's crazy. god, well, That's yeah, out of
0: control. It was out of control, but it was the the in those days, don't forget. That was the money in those days oh, these yeah. guys are making. You know, now we see these guys hundred million dollar contracts. remember Ali and Fred, they got like a million and a half, man, in nineteen seventy? One or yeah, that whatever. Was that was like unbelievable money. That's a lot of money for boxes yeah. for one night. You look. I, did I look at this Floyd Mayweather? Man. this
1: guy got yeah. so much money. Man. Money Mayweather. Oh yeah. my god, he got it, too much money. Brilliant. I mean, it's brilliant marketing. Yeah. Brilliant marketing. Yeah. yeah. But what do you what do you think about his style of boxing?
0: I love means? it. I love it. He reminds he's, me. That he's a doesn't throwback. Doesn't get hit. Doesn't get hit. He's a throwback. Yeah. He's, he's one of the best defensive he's a, boxers yeah. ever. But his whole thing about you know the way he entertains. He talks. He it's the whole buildup. It's not in the fight. The fight, yeah. he never has good... The fights are boring. Boring, yeah. It's great defense. It's all hype, and, and it's the dance leading up to the fight. So I love that, because that was a throwback in those days. And that's what I think with Ronda Rousey. UFC has a chance, making this full circle of this conversation, because she could possibly do that. She could capture our imagination. Because here's a girl who acted, pretty good actress. She wasn't bad in Expendables. She I know it's an action also movie. In, she also was in Entourage. Yeah, I mean she's yeah, not so bad. She's, she's some got stuff, some yeah. talent to act.
2: So what was she first? Was she but, an actress or she was I think she was an athlete. She's, she's an athlete she's she's to be able a, to do
3: it. She's a fighter. Ronda Rousey um cuz up into this what is her record now? 13 and 0 or 12 and 0? Something like Does that. This she's make that. it 12 and I know. She was like 11 and 0 before that. Right. But um yeah, she's just been a great fighter like her whole career and she's just amazing, man. Like the the aggression and but the thing I like about Ronda is she doesn't talk. Like, that whole time during the taunting,
0: she just right. stands the there. The other girl taunted.
3: And the faces that she makes when she looks, you just know that she's
0: going to kill you. It's interesting right. it's that, that right a woman is the mind. one that's bringing them. That's kind of cool, though, too. The woman's a, she's like yeah. the UFC, yeah. rock the would have thought that She's bringing,
2: was, putting UFC on the map. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's about personality. It's about, you know, I mean, it's a crowded sports marketplace. And if you're going to get attention away from pro football and baseball and all that kind of stuff, you have to bring something more to the table than just, hey, I'm going to beat. This person up, a hot right. blonde, yeah, could, yeah exactly. It's you know different. The, it's something you can get behind. Well, man. the lighter
0: weights have always been the greater fights, though too. Man, we're talking about those era. The era, remember Marvelous Marvin Hagler, man, unbelievable. Oh,
1: Marvelous Marvin, man. that
0: was a greater. That was he was something. Hagler was... and Hearns that was probably the best fight I've ever seen. Hearns, besides yeah. Thrilla, Thrilla and Miller is the best fight. Hagler Hearns was an unbelievable. Three rounds, I went, I paid like fifty bucks at the Civic Arena pay per view. I walked down, and it was like three rounds. I stood for three rounds. Me, and my buddies, it, I it remember watching. Over. It was worth like the fifty or sixty bucks. Well, so, here, just slu- here's slu- my that thing out.
1: with boxing, man. Like it, all these names we're naming, mm-hmm. who who is uh, the future of boxing, man? Now? That's the problem.
0: There's no one right now? There's that, no one that, that I can know anyone. of. Frank Merseys here. Frank, you're Frank, a boxing fan like myself. And these guys, there's nobody. can't I don't know anyone. anyone you know? Mayweather has to hang on. Now after well, Mayweather, he, he's leads, be he only got one more fight. He claims says. claims well. one. I I think. Fifty and done. Pacquiao hurt his shoulder carrying a money from the last fight. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna uh he'll fight another fight with Pacquiao. Yeah. It's too much money to be made. But uh yeah, after Mayweather, there really isn't it we'll just have to see boxing's a little in a little dangerous area right now. They need to find the next Mayweather and I don't well, know. They well
1: they've got that Adrian Bronner dude, but he sucks.
0: You need uh, I watched him oh, he's then not he did. good.
1: He's not good. He he's just lost. Good. He just need lost everybody. Yeah,
0: yeah he's a fake ass Mayweather.
2: He talks so much shit during like the hype. And then went out and get his ass beat. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. You know what? I also think boxing's missing. Like, you talk about going to the Civic Arena, having the closed captioning. Right. One of the funnest experiences I've ever had in a sporting event is I watched a big fight, but I went to like a big sports bar. Remember Woodson's? Yeah. Like go down to yeah. Station Square. I watched it there. There were hundreds of people. Everything like that. It was fun as hell. Cause, I, But now, people watch boxing, UFC in their own house. Maybe they bring a couple buddies over, but to watch it with, like you did at the Civic Arena, with right. thousands yeah, of people. Fun. That was, to me, like that's one of the things about like, you know, you talk about a football game yeah. or a baseball game, having thousands of people with you. I think something about the pay-per-view, I understand why they did it, because it's money But the fact that You're just by yourself Or with two or three people I mean the fact that You could maybe go out And watch it with a ton Of people and everything Like that That's where you know You get that extra experience And everything like that Like it, it, if I were to do Like another There was going to be Another Mayweather fight I'd find like a sports bar With like hundreds of people Or something to go right. to it And everything yeah. like that Right
0: Well they, they the thing that they, It helps the theater Theater like the 24-7s And stuff A little Peek behind the curtain of these fighters. I don't know who's. I don't know, I have no idea who's going to be next, man. Like because that's all there that yeah. is is a narrative. It's guys with money who take a guy and say, "I'm going to just build a narrative around them." Klitschko brothers, come on, they're masters, they're doctorates. They're the only... they, come on, we got they go to fucking internet and get those doctorates. They got <laughs> <guys laughs> in Russia. Come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> they're two doctorates. They're geniuses. Yeah, right. <laughs>
3: They're the only heavyweights that matter right now, though. There's nothing in the. There's no. Division. I know
0: and they're ninety. They're yeah. sixty. If they got Arp cars. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they actually fought Ali a couple times. Yeah,
0: right.
3: Yeah. I mean, Those Vladimir's are, was, been killing for so long; yeah. he has no competition. There. competition. There's yep. been no competition for anyone. You look Mayweather's fighting these old ass fighters. You know, you got to bring out old ass De La Hoya. <laughs> I, I thought that was gonna be the know, next fight. He's coming the out Superman the senior home. He, yeah. he he got a yeah. permission slip. Yeah, super. <laughs> Got That's the Superman, Superman curl, girl. don't he? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That that Clark getting yeah. Christopher Reeves eight He's driving him out in one of those little like uh, access vans yeah, from like yeah. the old age home and shit. <laughs> I'm
0: here for fight. I hope I hope it gets saved. Him. I love I love boxing.
3: Oh, I, I love boxing too. Mayweather's yeah. all we got though. This is he's all bad. we got. Unless, we, I may, unless I, I go on the, YouTube and watch old clips of fights and pretend to pretend I, like it's happening like, now, yeah. like, even though you oh, know the winner already, yeah. I'm like, man, I think I'm, I don't know, man. Larry Holmes might have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Larry Holmes drop some dude unless off I, of a unless car. Unless I make the comeback.
0: Unless I make the comeback, Terry, you train me. We can come back. Yeah,
3: I mean, this is like the the interesting conversation with Chris Rock and the uh, the the popularity of um, blacks and baseball. Mm-hmm. And just how like these different sports don't have as much hype anymore as the new ones. Like everybody wants to be a, a mixed martial arts fighter now. Everybody wants to play football because of the marketing towards that. Boxing doesn't have that appeal, like you said, anymore. Yeah. At one point in time, everyone wanted to try boxing. Yeah, I remember I, being a kid and having boxing gloves and You're right. Well, we you I
1: never wanted football. to try boxing. I don't no, like You didn't punched. want to do it? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I, I want to try it. <laughs> oh, no, I, was kid. I, was I like... don't want no one punching me. You're smart. <laughs> don't do it. I, you were smart You punched me I'm biting you That's
2: that was my defense <laughs> I, I wasn't good at, I wasn't good at. You understood Tyson When he did you that remember, I like, someone just punched yeah. I was like Everybody I feel else. you You got punched
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the funniest fight ever you know, I, I remember I saw a fight Once as a kid And that's what I got me into it A guy we won and I was like Wow that must be The neatest feeling In the world Yeah And I yeah. said How oh, do you stand in the ring And my uncle said We're never gonna do it From row C I'll tell you, I, I said, I'll right, tell you I'll The best it. feeling in the world
1: Is crushing a crowd to me, I, that... Oh, I, it's a lot better, I found yeah, out. That's a lot better yeah. and a lot safer. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I, I did it tea. one time, a couple <laughs> of, you know, in front of boxing, and one time in front of a big crowd, but it was cool. But then I was done. Once I, what once I, so mm. I wanted to do was that experience. What, what's the biggest crowd you ever uh, performed in front of, Jimmy? Just uh, curious. Miami Sound Machine. A girl named Gloria Estefan in Miami Sound Machine. I know who Gloria Estefan is. That guy, was, that's where uh, I... I yeah. In front of... Uh, <laughs> it was... Um, one, two, it was three. at a college It was like 15,000 oh, 15, Holy shit The biggest 15, one I ever 000. did I did Michael McDonald was big at the time uh, And Mac- I Mac- I did a couple 12,000 seat venues with him 15,000 It was interesting Even the tw- It was interesting in the sense that uh, I-, I was called in um, There was a band Someone was supposed to open for Gloria Estefan And um, I was called in on an emergency whatever So anyway They knew I had some stand-up The Cesar Engler rich engler and, and so he brought me in and uh it's really wild man they walk you in these corridors and it's like it's just pitch black and you've got these lights two guys are walking you through a maze behind stage all these speakers and stuff <laughs> and you walk out on stage and that spotlight is and they're out there and you're just like holy shit it's this amazing This crazy It's amazing And you got that little delay mm-hmm. and you got And then some people Are screaming at you While you're talking You can't address them Because no one else Could like, hear them Right yeah. So But yeah, what's to like look, You gotta look through that look Yeah over I crashed that, yeah. It, was, it was 20 minutes It went real well And then you know Did uh, did, did hurt A couple times actually Ended up doing her uh, Shows Mike McDonald's big And then the others were maybe four or five. Kenny G. Yeah, I did Kenny some 5, G. for some reason, like, like me. 15,000, I've never even... That's,
1: that's crazy. That's a lot of that's people. a lot of people, yeah. I, I can imagine when time. you get a laugh... At 15,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you probably got to wait. This probably gets awkward, huh? You got to wait, like, probably a couple. Yeah. Like a, like, you got to wait a few it seconds cool. before it dies down, you know? It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Really interesting. You got to pace yourself, yeah. Even if half fun. the
0: crowd laughs, it's still 7,500 people laughing. Yeah. You <laughs> because right. well. you're like, fuck you, other yeah. 7,500. <laughs> 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 it's but you was guys, not it me. Really yeah. <laughs> it, went, it went really well but for me. You guys, that joke was funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk to the other guys. They agree. You could feel it. It's weird. You could yeah. physically When they laugh, when they applaud at the end The ovation You can like mm-hmm. feel it like, yeah. I'm, I'm, It's, it's, it's to, thunderous Yeah we you, you feel the energy Or something You just You know Shiver a little bit so It's yeah. wild, And that's what makes you Think about these people That go out and do this These concerts And always thought That's the greatest gig In the world How could you get tired Or burnt out of doing that from Never me? man If you're making a living
1: From that man Yeah that's awesome right? I've always thought That what we all do it's so very interesting that you can it's a privilege. you can make so much money just by talking shit into a microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is about how you. Th- well, I mean, yes, th- it's, it's not true. like that, guys that are listening right now. Yeah. Don't think it's that fucking simple. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna make money, right? No, you're not, not at the do beginning. It. But I mean, not in the beginning. But if you stick with it, you know, and you and you learn your craft, yes, and you can you can eventually become rich from what you can think up in your mind and create and. It goes insane, back thousands man.
0: of years if you think about it, guys. Mm-hmm. We're basically the village idiots. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 we're, the, we're the storytellers, right? Yeah. Storytellers, it was. Yeah. They were the yeah. storytellers in the yeah. so basic. We were the Roman times. We'd be doing storytelling or something. Yeah. I don't. That's what that's what, what it is.
2: It's like a couple days we um, went to Night Talk and mm-hmm. um, was with Jimmy in the green room. And uh, before uh, after Jimmy was on was a lawyer. And this mm-hmm. lawyer, you know, great guy that was, you know, ap- absolutely complimentary of us. And we said, yeah, well, you know, Jimmy, obviously, stand up and I do stand up. Now, this is a guy who defends mm-hmm. murderers. This is a guy who's like, you talk about pressure. He If he doesn't do his job, his client, you know, goes to the gas chamber. Yeah. And he's sitting in this chair and he's looking at me and Jimmy he goes, man, t- how do you guys do it?
0: How do you <laughs> have that, that pressure? How do you guys do-
2: <laughs> You go up on stage in front of, and people expect you to laugh and everything like that. And me and Jimmy are like. You're a lawyer who goes in front of murderers, and you're yeah. saying we have pressure? Your guy told you I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of this
3: shit.
2: <laughs> well, I know shit. I killed him. I don't want to go to jail. Get me out of this <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. You know the guy can do it. He, he's like right. he told you. So if you mess up, you know he's got it in him. In a way,
0: it's like box, getting back to bo- the boxing thing. In a way, it is because like, when uh, last three years before the radio gig, you know I was going out to L.A. a lot. I remember when I first went out there and, and did the sets and, the, and all the clubs, all you know, the major clubs. You know, you better kill, and the owner has to come back and talk to you. Yeah. it's thankfully that happened, but if you don't kill. You're like a boxer losing. You're out of the top ten. It's going to take you a couple of years to get back in. Literally, back literally. Get back. You'll never get back on that stage if you don't kill. See, so you got to yeah. literally kill. The, you know, And you better have something unique to bring to the table on those things to get invited back so it's kind of interesting so there's a certain pressure to it you ever have an embarrassing moment on stage like that where you're like oh shit i just fucked up
1: early in my career it's kind of hard to turn it around yeah i don't do it anymore but like it's kind of hard to early on turn i did it around. Like, not carry-
0: not now because i'm prepared and i've been doing it long enough but early in my career i did i did when i was a kid because you think you're ahead of a game you think you got it on yeah it on you yeah. don't and you go up on stage and you know, in the major rooms And they, they can eat you up You know, going on I remember going on Dangerfield I remember there was a show It was something Some kind of laugh show Bill Boggs Something was called Every comedian who could breathe Did the show Oh, okay It said you could breathe You could stand You are going to do the show, the show. I, I, I went took. I was in a bus I was 21 or something I, I got in a bus Greyhound bus And I rode up to Dangerfield's, To audition for it And I got on at like One in the morning And there were two Spanish guys talking to each other in the audience that was it and maybe two drunky people that Was the end of it i was like a 35th comedian audition <laughs> and you had audition and in front i bombed of these yeah and i bombed but that's my fault i you know i learned that i thought you know what it doesn't matter those two guys should turn and looked at me and the drunk guy should have pe- perked up if you want to do this for a living mm-hmm. i thought and uh and i bombed and it's a really nice guy i met he's uh, rick messina he booked all the rooms then. He's a big manager in L.A. He manages uh, Tim Allen. I think maybe Bruce Springsteen now. But anyway, he um, Rick uh, was nice enough. He knew, knew it, was, it was punishing for me. You know, I'd catch a bus back in Pittsburgh in an hour or two. So he said, I'll buy you burgers. He drove me over to Hard Rock. And he booked all the rooms, booked Dangerfield, mm-hmm. all the rooms in Tri-State. And he said, hey, man, just keep at it. Keep slugging. And I thought, all right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to work. it." Instead of p- blaming the situation, if you want to do it for a living, I thought, you know what, Let's just, just do it. So I went out over a year, and I remember it started the work, where the ego, you put the ego aside, it started to work, it started to click, and the comedy clubs were hot at the time, all over the country, and I started working, middling with these guys who worked with this guy, Rick Messina, and I started to get standing ovations from the middle, and then these guys would go back and talk. And sure enough, a year later, I was at Snowshoe, West Virginia, in a mountain, in a dorm with a payphone, in the middle of the dorm, I get a call at nine at night on a Sunday, in a snowstorm, and this guy goes, "Hey, is Jim Carrey I'm like, Who "The hell's calling me in a freaking payphone?" Yeah, it's Rick Messina. Jimmy, I heard you're killing it out there. When you come to New York, books me at Dangerfields and gave me like thirty gigs all around the old Jersey. And uh, isn't that funny president. how that works yeah. out? It, remi- it remind yeah, reminded me, yeah, reminded me. You know, you just keep your head down, no matter what your job is, what it's out there, whatever you're doing, you just do your thing, man, and just don't worry, don't worry about other people. That was the key. Don't worry about. Yeah. Other people. I just said, you know what? It's not about them. It's not about anybody else. It's about can I get to that point, right, where it can carry me on its back, yeah. and then yeah. and that's we have to get to. You just keep working it. It's a grind. The grind it out and get there, and then yeah. eventually you get that call. Fucking West Virginia, yeah, you know, yeah. on a payphone, and, a, and a snowstorm, and a snowstorm. <laughs> the hottest fucking manager uh, out in the country at the time. So yeah, the first one still is. That's why this is
2: yeah. the, this this is the closest thing to athletics I've ever had. Mm-hmm. in a sense that the only two things you can control is your attitude and your work ethic. everything else you can't control and you just basically like you said you you could have had the attitude of hey they gave me a crappy spot they screwed me over this is BS blah 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 blah. you had the attitude of no I need to get better you worked harder and it happened. And I think one of the things that I've noticed from from guys out, you know, who was just starting out, if they have great attitudes and they keep working and they do that, they eventually continue on and they, they they start to get more gigs. The ones that blame everything else are like, oh, I don't get the spots or it's political or it's this, that, and the other thing, they're dead.
1: You can't be, just absolutely you can't be concerned. You can't be concerned yeah. with other comics, man. I, I, I learned that as a younger comic. I found out if you help other comics – Mm -hmm. You guys, you'll start to find out more bridges will open up for you Mm -hmm. Uh, as opposed to somebody getting off stage and you're like behind their back and you're like, oh, fuck that dude, man. He (laughs) he, he ain't even that funny. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't give a shit how funny you are. You know what I care about? How funny I am. That's all I'm concerned about. I remember my turning point in comedy um, and Terry going to test this out. I think he (laughs) might have been at that show. Uh, I was I was drunk. I used to drink. I, I used to drink heavily before I got on stage. Because uh, ah. it would get rid of my nerves. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm a drink. I remember one time I was so drunk, I get on stage and I was crushing the crowd. I was killing the show. Yeah. I'm about twelve minutes in and I repeat the joke. I repeat a joke. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, I remember That's this. The word. I repeat wow. a joke. The crowd goes dead silent. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I was killing you guys an older lady was like, you already told that one, honey <laughs> oh, I was like, you know what, that's my time I'm getting the fuck out of here right oh.
0: <laughs> That's yeah, pretty
1: wild That was my turning point And I watched. taped it right the then and there time. I said, now I, I have a mm-hmm. limit Like now I'll have one or two before I go on You'll never see me drunk on stage ever again Not, yes. like, not where I'm like uh, slurring I, I remember one time, one time I broke a Hennessy glass on stage Yeah, I remember that <laughs> Really? Yeah. But, not on it's, purpose it's on Were you accident? trying to
0: be like a, you know Ron White act Kind of drinking on stage No, no I just love Hennessy <laughs> I just
1: love no, no, no. Hen- Hennessy And I, I It wasn't like I was trying to Dude, I wasn't a that shtick. It wasn't part I, of the it shtick wasn't, No It was just It was help me. It to help me Feel comfortable Right mm-hmm. I was never Quite comfortable With my actual material Yeah Like I am now I'm comfortable With my material But I wasn't comfortable With my material So to help me get over the That feeling of uh, I, don't know if, I don't know If this is going to go over or not But uh-huh. it also
0: numbed your Whatever it is, God gave you to make you funny.
1: Yeah, That's the so bad and, thing and I would too. tell it, and then if people mm-hmm. laughed, uh, great. If they didn't laugh, I didn't give a shit because I was too drunk to care. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. But now I'm like, now I'm like, let me. It's like a crossword puzzle or something that I'm trying to figure yeah. out, or a Rubik's cube that I'm trying to get to the end. Yeah. With it comedy. is. That's how I see it. That's it's, why you know it what is. Mean? That's why I can't so, get
2: so. people who honestly do drink because to well, me I, that I, would sh- be like that I would be like trying to get drunk. Some of the guys. That would be like getting trying to get drunk before a football
0: game. Right, but I like think it, I mean that. I think he yeah. can do that. I think yeah. guys like I think because because he's too brilliant, right? I, I think Ron White. It's an act. I think he more. has a tolerance. I think he knows his tolerance. Because that's the, I think he's brilliant. He, he has to know his. level. He knows his level. Right? Gotta know I think that's level. what
3: it is, Jimmy. Because if you're going to be drinking, it, like he makes it seem like he's drinking more than he is, but he knows what he can handle. I mean, yeah. I've even seen Burt Kreischer is amazing. I've yeah. even seen Bert Kreischer drinking stuff like that. Those dudes know how far they can go. Before they get out of hand or exactly. they do too and that, much, and, that, that's and I think that's, that's where, where I'm at on now. I'm only, I'm only having two
1: now. After the show's over, it's time to go.
2: Then I then you'll get drunk, t robe. That's funny. <laughs> I, I celebrate <laughs> the win. That's right. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. I that's think awesome, the most man.
3: awkward, one of the most awkward mm-hmm. uh, show moments that I had was from someone in the audience, and Wazaki was at this show, <laughs> and for whatever reason, someone booked it. Is in the back of uh for anyone that's listening that's not from Pittsburgh, Lawrenceville is like the hipster town. But behind there, it's like Little Africa. There's like a bunch of African immigrants <laughs> that live back there. Nobody knows this about Lawrenceville. I'm and black then, and I don't know this. Yeah, <laughs> right. I didn't know either. Because I was like, oh man. Then there was a small bar called Stinky's. Yeah. And we did a show at Stinky's <laughs> and there was this old as nineteen fifties racist ass dude <laughs> there. And he literally While I was going on Performing Everyone's laughing He said Go back to Africa no,
2: Oh wow You're In kidding, the
3: middle man. of my set Ugh. And I flipped it About how Africans You know I talk about How Africans don't Like black people black Or whatever people, And I right. do this whole bit About it And instantly he shuts down And he keeps trying to do All this stuff And uh, I remember him just getting up and leaving because I just fucked with him so much. I was like, yo, we should start a sitcom and it'll star Archie Bunker over here. (laughs) Instantly, he just got up and left. And I was like, I hope you get... uh," I said something like, I hope you run into those black people you love so much. (laughs) (laughs) Then I did like African Noises and he was pissed. His, (laughs) his, His niece came up to me like, my uncle just hates when... Black comics talk about race. I was like, yeah, Uncle's racist as shit. Hey, <laughs> what, is, what do you mean? <laughs> talk about race. <laughs> people were like, I've never seen anyone stand up to him. Like, tell his old ass to go away. <laughs> but that that was awkward. It could have went really bad. Yeah. Police is trying to explain it away. No, just racist. Racist. Just, just, yeah. just
0: go with that. Racist. It. racist evil yeah. yeah. Asshole. Yeah, evil <laughs> asshole. But I, I couldn't believe that. That was kind oh, of. Oh, you don't understand. No. just—he just has a problem when uh, not
2: well, <laughs> people talk about things that it. he doesn't like. Uh, you get that all the time I you
0: know, stupid shit like that right here. Oh, yeah. they come up and oh. go to heckle, and I tried to help you. No, you didn't. You're an asshole. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't need any. I don't need any joke assistance. You did not help. You're an asshole. So I this show a couple weeks ago. Guy was heckling every other comic, and they were like, and the only guys were maybe about only about a year in or anything. I come up there. I shut him up. He shuts up for my set. He comes up to me and he goes, "You gotta understand." Like he said, I was trying to help those young guys. You didn't need them. you didn't need my help. That's why I you handled me and you would I just and I just was like, dude, you understand that those are those guys don't need your shit. See, but no. this, this is the this is the deal. Every
1: person that's not a comic now, as, as comics, we've all experienced this. You ever get the asshole that comes up to you and says, "Oh, you're a comedian?" I'm like, yeah. I got a joke, let me tell you this one. Did yeah, they tell you yeah. an internet joke? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I don't give a fuck you can about use your that. joke. Mm. Like, right. So yeah, you can use that one if you want to. Well, I just read it last night, dude, just like you did. So <laughs> But here's the thing. Every person that I ever met wants to be a stand up comic. They do. They wanna be one. You don't have the balls to be one, mm-hmm. just like every athlete wants to be a rapper.
3: Yep. You know what I'm and saying. Every and every comedian wants to be, wants
2: a, to be a singer. And nah, every singer steal. wants to be an
3: athlete. Right. <laughs> we <laughs> all want. We do yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, we do. Well it's funny. it's funny man cuz you've been doing comedy for a long time man and, yeah. and Jimmy's been doing it forever. <laughs> Jimmy's like a OG. Yeah. He saw the comedy <laughs> boom, you know. Yeah. Let me tell y'all young bucks something real quick about what a comedy club used to be. Let me tell you about the good thing about Jimmy is Jimmy's not old enough
1: to be like out of the mix. He's yeah, still young exactly. enough to be in the mix but he's been doing it so long that he saw Shit 30 years ago Exactly You know what I mean He's the shit But he's not the guy I That's lucky. like Ah oh, fuck you He's he, old
0: He's <laughs> not <me> He's <laughs> not know, coming in You got in, those guys, hey. like, yeah. guys <laughs>
1: Who are like so old You're like I'm not gonna see This motherfucker oh, yeah You know what I mean You
0: know I Because I respect The young comics And you change With the times You yeah, respect yeah. the generation That's one thing I can't see I've watched, you mold. I've you, know? watched you, watch you mold
1: His materials are Like you've completely Changed it from When I first met you, about Mm -hmm. 15 years ago when I first met you, uh, I remember you come down, well, maybe not so, maybe about 12 years ago. I remember you and uh, Hedy come down Mm -hmm. to an open mic, Mm -hmm. and you came up to me afterwards and said, hey, man, you know, I respect what you're doing, man. He's you know, keep grinding. That's something you told me, you know, 12 years ago, and and here I am sitting on the couch with you, you know? So it's. That's, that's talent, a, man. Talent. That's one of those things that if you do keep grinding, you eventually get to where you're gonna be. Yes, you know yes. What I
0: mean? and, and you you have to it's evolve, and, and you know the key is evolving with times and respecting respect you mean, respecting humanity. It's a basic thing. Yeah, you okay. know, really, yeah. truly yeah. respect people and, and and appreciate things and. Any job Any work anything's like that You adapt Then you could adapt Change Think Cause you were always Given that talent God gave you that talent When you were a little kid You're lucky To find it mm-hmm. Some people that Go to their lives And don't find it Some people find it later Terry, I mean, Terry Did
1: I cut you off earlier were you, about cool. to say,
3: you were going somewhere And I think I was like Oh no It's just been fun uh, You know performing with everyone here man Uh, says i know like uh it's like all super like it's not super new but you know i mean like it's new me and Wasaki and and uh robe and you know the cool thing with working with you guys is that even though i was younger you guys always had like respect for me and was always like really cool and respected any views or history that i knew about comedy and stuff like that like if i brought up like something historical about comedy everyone's been like real cool about it so i was just saying like it, it was always cool you know yeah. getting a respect and jimmy and Sassy, you know you guys too just it's always cool working with people because well, respect- well, we, yeah. i always get the i always get the people that are my age mm-hmm. that been doing comedy for a year or two mm-hmm. years oh, mm-hmm. and i they don't realize how long i've been doing it since i was 18 so they come up to me and they're like yeah man so how do you do this and i go to tell them they'd be like no nah, man you should be this is how it should be done blah 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 yeah i'm like ah, excuse
1: me, me I'm, about, I'm
0: about nine ten years I, in the I'm game about, i'm like ah, it, let me not and say that's none. the funny and that's the interesting balance about the it evolving is. which is yeah. both things you have to almost balance like it's like diamond cutting in a sense yeah because at that at one sense you're right but in the other sense we're in a weird job that the tenure means nothing yeah. yeah it's where do you how long does it Maybe some people Shorter or longer I don't know Yeah, You just gotta be Relevant at all times You gotta be relevant right? At all times yeah. Tenure means nothing And it's always Challenging uh, just yourself, like we were saying, getting yourself better, and then have the, that's the an antenna an interesting up, thing because yeah. tenure doesn't mean. To be old get guys are older it's going "You know, I've been doing this for twenty years." Yep. There ain't no fucking union. Yeah. Yeah. Shaggy ducky quack quack. Yeah. Sucky, yeah. You're not getting tenure. Oh, Is that tenure. Sugar, <laughs> somebody doing <it> five years. <laughs> well,
2: you think about it? Like just
0: standing goes. The... We're talking Sorry, about like yeah. Richard
2: Richard Pryor, George Carlin. These guys did some of the most relevant stuff when they were in their fifties and sixties. No, right. it's true. I yeah. mean, just mm-hmm. so. I mean, so this idea that like a young comic, like when you really analyze a young comic that. really Really, truly makes it sometimes mm-hmm. Is usually in their mid-30s mm-hmm. Like that's when That's yeah. a young That's like
0: oh you're new Yeah, yeah. I mean like
2: people that like it, And so and They struck it through yeah. Something else yeah. usually Sitcom yep. whatever sitcom. Yeah. The
0: fame usually Comes and they happen To have been working On an act for 15 years And it brings it along It's you're all about right.
1: Putting asses in the seat man If you got something That makes you famous You know that, that uh, Comes before the comedy Right, that's that's how you're gonna blow. And nothing's worse than
0: the people
3: yeah. that get get it too fast. Yeah, there's some people don't that get long. it. They, they no. don't. They, they'll get it too fast. You know, they're like uh, a few years in, and then they might get an opportunity that they're not really ready for, but they're gonna mm. take it because those opportunities, as we know, they only come, come once in a lifetime. Uh, so right. you're gonna take it regardless. But I've seen like headliners that I've worked with that aren't really headliners, and they got ten minutes. Yeah, you know their tonight show five minutes or whatever, yep. and they got to stretch it for forty five because the comedy is so asking to the crowd popular. questions. Hey, uh-huh. what do you
2: do for a living? <laughs> hey, what do you do for a living? <laughs> you, you like about two motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, ask I ask have- me when I. <laughs> I have- yeah, I have learned that if, if you're in trouble, if the headliner like fifteen minutes in is immediately going to crowd work, unless that's his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That better be a signature Where's <laughs> the material? You guys ever is. played Jumanji?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: just, yeah, just, just, then he brings up like 10 minutes cool. of things you remember. Hey, you
2: remember Monopoly? Remember Atari? How remember? about Flubber? <laughs>
0: right. I, think that's I love we that like. movie. I think that's why we like it. And, and people listen, and I think you identify with with the comedy. Because obviously, listen to this show, you listen to comedy. Um, co- you like comedy because there's no bullshit, there's no gray area. You're either funny or you're not. That's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's subjective Maybe yeah. somebody think We're funny Some people think we're not But Either you're funny or not I think that's what I like The best about it There's no bullshit It's just, just Right yeah. down the middle It's like what it is What it is It's kind of, yeah. of fun Different guy.
2: genres yeah. Different genres But funny different is styles, yeah. funny Funny yeah. is
0: funny Yeah, yeah.
2: An older comic one time told me he looked at me and he sits and like you know like you know young comics go oh, I, don't like I don't like this guy he's not funny i don't like this guy's not funny and he just stops there he goes it's not for us to decide right and he points at the audience he goes it's up to them yeah right. that's you who decides who's time. funny it's it about
0: entertaining the crowd really but it's seriously so many different styles but yeah hey, it's, it's, it's it's no bullshit whoever the style is real part. laugh yeah. did yeah. you win yeah. or did you lose people do not <laughs> <laughs> fake people do not fake laughing eight times a minute for an out no. exactly no, no some really. people
3: rather make. Ten comics in the back laugh than a crowd of three hundred. That's and well, those you know people what? I, I, are stuck I, I, forever. Those, aren't those though, are the ones that mean, are not yeah. working. I've I done can't stand everything. That
1: guy. You ever see the guy standing in the back of the comic club? The that's comics, a comic, comic. Yeah. The Comics, yeah. the the comics, 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 comics. comics yeah. comic, comics, comic, comics, comic. He doesn't comic. work. Yeah, he's <laughs> underground. He's a broke guy
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm underground because <laughs> I was forced. He's to really underground. Way underground, man. I'm the alternative to making money. I'm a ninja turtle. I'm so underground. getting I hate a comic that's
1: always on. You know that stuff I mean? off the air oh, I'm talking off, like off, off the air No microphone crazy. Oh, that, Talking yeah. to you as a person It really annoys me I'm like me dude I, You know there's been times I've had to tell people like and I don't want to say names But I would to be like You know straight up Like dude I don't give a fuck What you're saying to me right <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck Because he's trying To entertain like, you Like well, dude I can mean, care less like, Yeah I, mean, I don't like, want it. Nothing you know, you're gonna say Is gonna be real, so Oh my god I can't funny. believe You just said that Yeah Like just stop talking to me just Shut it. up yeah. That's
2: awesome yeah, yeah. It's mean, yeah. always on You know what I mean Like God uh-huh. is always Trying bits on you Yeah on yeah time. yeah i want over to hear yeah. about Your fucking Dorito bit I'll
0: watch you on stage And they try to be
3: smoother about it they Uh try to like not let you know that they're doing it
1: i'd rather you say to me hey i got a bit that i'm working on do you mind listening to it then
3: i'll listen now you got my attention
1: but if you spring it on me like i'm like i'm an audience member yeah yeah i'm right away i'm like fuck
3: you and your (laughs) joke billy elmer had the best elmer used to say uh he go hey chris rock save it for the fucking stage Anytime you cut, that's up, funny. Yeah, that's anytime funny. you were cut up at his open mics, <laughs> he would just shut you down. It's great. Save it for the oh, fucking stage. That's funny. Save
0: your funny. Save for
1: the face. <laughs> gotta get Bill in. Man. Oh, then, oh yeah. Yeah. T, Absolutely.
0: thanks, buddy. Thanks for doing the show, man. T, oh, rope, man. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate
1: I should. tell you what, man. It's it's one of those things on uh, on Tuesdays. Now, I'm glad that I'm doing it because it has me uh, writing
0: more for yeah. Strained Ups. Exactly you know what I mean you So of, Yeah You get more
1: material get more material Man for, for it So it's, it's a good thing man I appreciate you having
0: me I love so, it man yeah. I love be being part of the family And uh, no restrictions And also Q92.9 FM And uh, this show will be out of course Today you are listening to it It's, it's Thursday on So you might as well plug If you're in Pittsburgh area we have a couple shows here. The guys are at uh, Mike. Where are you uh, You're uh, at the Oaks on Saturday? Oaks
2: Theater on Saturday night, yes.
0: Okay. And uh, Friday? Uh,
2: Friday the 7th at uh, Arcade Comedy Theater, Blue Light Special. And Mike yep. Sasson. Mike Sasson's Sassin. yeah. there.
0: And, and T, I know you had mostly corporate stuff coming up. Yeah, like, I got a like, lot of corporate.
1: like the 10th, 12th, and 14th. I'm with uh, Sheets yeah. up at Seven Springs. That's always stuff. a fun gig. Huh? I got uh, the next local one that everyone can come to will be August 28th at Savoy. Oh, so I yeah. love Savoy. Yeah, Savoy. August twenty eighth. We do it once a month right now, but we're going to move it up to two, uh, twice a month. Okay. And uh, I, I would love to have you. Definitely. I'd love to do Savoy. Yeah, I'd love to have you. That's down the there, coolest. Isn't yeah. it a great club? Man, it's great. And they food's and, and, great. Too. And they they don't charge to get in, and they pay well. That's it's what just I a love lots <laughs> You man. feel like you're on
3: vacation when you're at that place. It's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a good
0: place. Terry, you got anything coming up?
3: Uh, I'll be at the uh, sheets uh, <laughs> that Saturday ordering uh, sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I got I got a bunch of stuff coming up. I'll keep uh, you, I'll keep you guys posted. Keep, yeah, we got I, stuff I turned, in the fall. I turned down. October, I turned so. down a lot of stuff to you know spend time with the baby and. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. Chair yeah, yeah, so yeah, and yeah. the uh, baby. sorry, man. And turned down a lot of shit. Yeah. So you know, cats. Yeah. Cats like, well, hey, bro. can you plug this on the radio? But I'm going to pay you uh, let five dollars. <laughs> but let me, ah. t-
1: <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. In my inbox today, I post on Facebook. I took a picture. He, actually, uh, Mike Wasaki took the picture with the Q92.9 uh, yeah. yeah. behind me. And I'm like, hey, guys, tune in. I'm about to be on right now. Right away in my inbox, three different people. Hey uh Can you get me on the air right. I'm like I'm barely uh, on the air myself uh, <laughs> Fuck you I, I don't, I don't even reply like, to people like that That's awesome it's <laughs> Can you get me on the air <laughs> Try doing,
2: try going open mics And having comp- oh comedians Pitch How shit. about that <laughs> <laughs> Nobody bothers me
0: They, think they, I'm they like don't a, bother you anymore You I'm guys Batman. listen to my voicemail One day I'll, You'll see it you about 100 I
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: said so you got people yeah. asking you for favors yeah. now yeah. Mention this place
1: Oh
3: mention it Got you covered I had a couple of those inboxes Those favors Yeah yeah, like, hey, um, you know what? Congratulations uh, on awesome. everything. Thanks. But uh, by the way, if you don't <laughs> mind, just mentioning, we got a wing special going on. At, uh, Al's fish and chicken.
0: <laughs> hey, we do. We will mention our sponsors who are paying for no restrictions. Yeah. Right. Diversity. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Uh, I right. love right. diversity. Our vape shop, and uh, they, they, a couple of you stopped up there. They, they said so. I appreciate that. It helps our sponsorship. Diversity, they have the best flavors. If you do like the vaping thing, man, they're really cool. And also our uh, our our puzzle, puzzle, Packs. puzzle Packs. Puzzle Packs, right there? Good old there?
3: Puzzle Packs. You got to go to the Puzzle Packs website, puzzlepacks.com. Yeah. Um, they, what it is mm-hmm. is for all you people that love your craft beer, all the hipsters out there, and, and just people that like to drink. Make a custom six pack Yeah They'll design mm-hmm. it They'll etch whatever put you want your company on there Whatever And anything you want And they put it You put it together Like a puzzle So it huh. comes in a Wooden pack You put it together You have your Six pack holder for life Yeah it's a great product Oh it's a the mark is, is that Gio Yeah that's Gio Yeah yeah Gio. Yeah. Gio. Yeah. 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 yeah
0: everybody Gio yeah. So uh, a, puzzle yeah, packs you, is the
3: the illest uh, thing right now for anyone that likes those six packs awesome. which right. are hot dogs. great sponsor, we
0: appreciate it. no restrictions everyone at Sideshow too our friends at Sideshow Network love it Thanks, Jim Cran no restrictions hey everybody it's Jim Cran of Jim Cran no restrictions I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show we have a little over 100,000 subscribers now on every week listening to the show go to soundcloud.com iTunes, Stitcher, or JimCran.com and subscribe today. And thanks again.
2: If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose Primecore Group. Primecore Group is a Pittsburgh based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, Primecore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to PrimeCoreGroup.com. Last night, Cheryl Loggy made her status. Any moms out there know a good stroller for twins? Help! It got 10 likes and 8 comments. Geico also has a comment, Cheryl. While we don't know which stroller you should go with, we do know that in as little as 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance just by switching to Geico. And with that money, you can buy the swankiest of rides for your tiny duo to cruise around in. right on down to body training town. Hashtag twins. Hashtag savings. Geico.
0: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.